Presented by the Evangelism Department of the North American Mission Board. This is Your Church on Mission Evangelism Podcast. The podcast to help pastors be on mission in their local community. Here's your host, Joel Sutherland. I'm Joel Sutherland, your host with Your your Church on Mission. I'm joined today with John Matter. Uh, John's the pastor of First Baptist Church in Euless, Texas. And he's also the founder of an organization, a ministry called One Conversation that helps pastors engage their churches in evangelism. We've partnered with John to develop a kind of a mini evangelism course that we're calling Live This that's going to be released in a few weeks. And so we want to talk to John about uh, that uh, kit and talk to John about how a pastor can use it in his church. John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Joel. Glad to be with you. Uh, John, tell us a little bit about Live This. And I know that was the theme of the pastor's conference mm-hmm. and we that when you were the president, we kind of adopted it for uh, this. Tell us kind of your heart behind the Live This uh, motto. Well, Live This came out of 2 Timothy 4 or 5 for me. It was where the Lord really began to convict me that uh, I should be doing the work of the evangelist as a pastor, leading the way as a leader. And um, so part of that theme was you should live this out every day. And that means that you equip your people to share the gospel. You don't take the role of the evangelist or take it away from the evangelist. You don't replace the evangelist, but you lead the way in evangelism, clarifying what the gospel is, equipping your people and urging them to share it. It's got to be something you live. It can't be something you preach at a sermon series only. You've got to live it out. So that's the heart behind that. Yeah, great. So the Normative Baptist Church baptizes three people a year. Um, and that's in decline. Every evangelism metric over the last decade or so has been in decline. And you and I were just talking. We feel like the conversation is starting to change a it little is. bit. The it pastors is. are realizing mm-hmm. uh, where we need to be. How important is it for a pastor? I mean, the average size congregation in the Southern Baptist Convention is 66. Um, but how important is for if pastor, pastoral leadership when it comes to evangelism? It's the, big, it's the biggest factor. In fact, I had to come to realize by conviction that it was my fault my church wasn't reaching more people. And I can always blame this or that or the culture or whatever, but it's really my fault. The gospel has not lost its power. Uh, it's just that I have failed to mobilize the gospel, and that's what convicted me to learn to live this and to, and to share this with other people. So I believe that when pastors make up their mind that they're going to mobilize the gospel, when they make up their mind that they believe the gospel has enough power to change the world, and if they believe that, what are they going to do with the gospel? Those kinds of actions that come out of those convictions change a whole church. And uh, we talk about culture a lot. Uh, the only way to change a church culture, if it's not an evangelistic culture, is by changing certain behaviors in the culture. You began to pray for lost people. You began to equip your people to share the gospel with lost people. You began to focus on the invitations you give or special events you give. You change the culture by changing behaviors, not by hoping or reading a book or praying it'll change. You've got to act, mm-hmm. and it starts with the pastor. Yeah, so uh, you said a great word, John. We, we talk about praying a lot, and all of us believe prayer's an element of evangelism for sure. But there's a time when the feet just have to hit the pavement, right? I mean, right. like you've got to lead your—if you're a pastor— You've got to go out and do it. If you're, right. if you're a pastor, you've got to lead your congregation to go out and do it. That's right. We, we have uh, equipped 450 pastors through our ministry called One Conversation in the last couple of years. 
And without exception, when a pastor leaves one of those equipping conferences and they make up their mind they're going to lead the way, they see change happen mm -hmm. without exception. Uh, so out of all those 450 pastors, I would say more than 75% of them write back to us or contact us in some way and say, the ball is moving. I'm beginning to see some change because I'm different. Oh, wow. That's great. So I don't want to confuse people listening, but I want to talk about one conversation and live this a sure. little bit. Uh, we came to you when we saw one conversation. We saw how many pastors you were training. We saw how many people you were leading to Christ in your own church. And one conversation is kind of a an ongoing, multi-week, I mean, but it, it, it's not a a three-week kit. One conversation is an ongoing partnership between the church and your, your ministry that helps the church continually do evangelism. Am I, am I describing that correctly? That's correct. And, and what we what we use as a tool is called Can We Talk? We teach people to broach conversations with others and bring up the question, can we talk about spiritual things? And we do that over a six-week period of time. And what you did was you asked us to summarize that into a three-week focus. That's right. So just so pastors understand, uh, you know, what we're talking about, um, one conversation is the ministry. Can We Talk is the ongoing uh, partnership that a church uh, partners with uh, one conversation, and you really provide monthly support and, and monthly encouragement, those kind of things. Right. Well, we came to you and said, hey, that's a that's a big bite for a lot of churches to take. And can we come up with a mini course that might on-ramp people into one conversation? But it also, if all you did was live this, you could change the heart of your congregation in a three-week period. So tell us a little bit about this three-week course called Live This, because it comes with small group material. And uh, if a pastor gets this um, thumb drive in the mail, what's he got when he pops in his computer? What all do we have there for him? Well, you're going to have you're going to have messages, uh, message outlines for three different messages, or small group outlines for three different small groups. You'll have the video presentation of those outlines so that the pastor can see them uh, preached and taught before he does that, or he can share it in a small group on video. You'll have questions to ask at the end of each class. You'll have practical application each week for names that you're identifying of people uh, and that you know in your congregation. Uh, and they know their friends are without Christ. They begin praying for them. And there's a focused time for actually visiting with them and sharing the gospel with them throughout that three-week focus. So a pastor preaches or teaches. He challenges his people to write down those names and begin to pray for their people that, they're, that are lost and without Christ. And then he actually leads them into those gospel conversations to have them in their homes, in their neighborhoods, or in their marketplace or work. And so over three weeks, you move the bar of evangelism. The first message in that is all about John 4 and what it means to have a gospel model. And we talk about having gospel conversations and not being able to have gospel conversions without gospel conversation. Mm -hmm. That's the key word, these phrase, this phrase these days that we use, gospel conversation. Then the second two weeks deal with the gospel outline that you find in Ephesians 2, 1 through 5, uh, where it talks about God's character. We talk about the offensive sin, the sufficiency of Christ. Uh, the personal response of faith, and then the eternal urgency and life transformation. David Platt uses that to train his missionary around the world. It's a phenomenal way to remember and to share the gospel. So it's all summarized in three weeks. Okay, so I want to go over that. Uh, one, I want to go over that just a little um, uh, more slowly for pastors because you just gave a great gospel conversation, right. presentation outline right there using the acronym gospel. Mm -hmm. And you had David Platt. He preached through that at the uh, pastor's conference That's when correct. you were president. That's correct. And now we have all that in this kit right. where 
they can easily remember. So take us one more time. Start sure. with the G. Sure. If I uh, if I were to have you hold your hand out, uh, and I call this the gospel in your hand, it's both an acronym and it's a way to remember it all. But before I say it again, I will share with you that um, that it's probably the most doctrinally robust, briefest way to share the gospel. That's complete, and it's uh, you can walk right through Ephesians two one through ten uh, uh, sequentially. And in order, that's why preachers are grabbing hold of this and preaching series out of this. If they're expositional teachers, it's just a way to do it. That's why David Platt loves it. But hold your hand out and just hold your thumb up. The first letter is the G, God's character. God is a loving, merciful God who doesn't want to punish us for our sin, but he's a just judge who will by no means let the guilty go unpunished. Now you find the truth of that in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1, 2, and 3. Verse 3 notably says, but God who is rich in mercy. So that's part of his character coming through. The second is the O. Hold your next finger up, and that's the O, is the offensive sin. Ephesians 2, 1 through 3 talks about how we were dead in sin and we were dark, had no light, no hope without Christ. Then the S is the sufficiency of Christ. Because very quickly in Ephesians 2, it moves to what Christ has done for us on the cross. So we talk about the reality of the cross, what he did, and who it was on that cross, because that's who we put our faith in. The P is personal response. You remember Ephesians 2 says, for by grace you've been saved through faith. So the personal response of repentance and faith, we teach our people that. Eternal urgency talks about in the ages to come, Mm -hmm. we're going to see his surpassing richness in Christ. And so that, that, that talks about the eternal urgency of even sharing the gospel and, and then the reward of that coming as well. And then life transformation, for we are his workmanship, verse, verse 10, creating Christ Jesus for good works, which he has prepared beforehand. So that's the gospel in your hand. And a person can just hold their hand out and remember the G-O-S-P-E-L and share the gospel very easily. I like to say it like this. If you can spell the word gospel, <laughs> you can share the gospel. You can share the gospel. That's right. So just kind of closing, uh, wrapping this up, John, you and I are sitting in a room in Cincinnati, Ohio right now. We're recording this, uh, probably not the best audio quality because we're not in a studio, but we're in an Engage 24 conference. Mm-hmm. And uh, we heard Jimmy Scroggins talking about building three circles into the DNA of your church. Mm-hmm. You talk about, you build this into the That's DNA right. of your That's church. Right. And at the North American Mission Board, we kind of tell pastors, we'll care what tool you use. That's right. Just train your congregation to share their faith and have a conversation. So as we kind of close out, uh, I know your heart is, you love this tool. It works for your church. You're leading scores of people to faith in Christ. But it's more important that a pastor just find a tool and build it into the DNA. That's right. I don't think any of us would even think that the 300,000 evangelical churches in America will all settle on one plan to share the gospel. And that's not the point. You made the point well. Get a plan. Pastor, if you don't have a plan, use ours. Mm -hmm. But get a plan. Right. Get a plan. Because without a plan, you have nothing that is really reproducible for your people. If you want something to be multiplied, make it reproducible and keep saying it. Yep, over and over and over again. And we talk to leading evangelistic pastors across the convention like John. That's what they're saying. Find a tool, adopt it, and just wear it out. And it'll still take three years before your church has got it. Well, I mean, this is not a three-month process or a three-week process. We're giving you a three-week tool so you can begin to build this into the DNA of your church. So live this. It's coming out very soon from the North American Mission Board. Everything you need will be on a, a little box and a thumb drive that we'll ship to you. Then all the resources you need are there. You can print them yourself. 
And Joel, that's so so true. But I would also say that when you see the name and the contact information on that box, you can get a hold of our organization and we can walk you through this. So it's not just on print. We're also there on the other end of the phone to talk to you about it. Yeah. One conversation, uh, Pastor, is incredibly helpful. John and his ministry's heart is uh, his church's heart is to help other churches because they've trained hundreds of churches how to share their faith like this. And you're seeing extraordinary results uh, because of it. So, Pastor, you can go to the NAM store, nam.net slash evangelism, uh, nam.net slash your church on vision. We're even going to have a series of blog posts that talk about, that John has written that uh, uh, talk about uh, live this and how you can implement it in your church. So here's a tool. We hope you will use it. Uh, order it. Uh, and I think it, the price is going to be $20, which just recovers our cost. Order it. Uh, put it into uh, play in your church. Listen to it yourself and see if you think it's for your church. But here's another tool that you can put in your tool belt that can help you as a pastor lead your church to be evangelistic. John, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Your Church on Mission Evangelism Podcast. To find out more about leading your church on mission, be sure and check out the blog, www.namb.net forward slash Your Church on Mission. To send in a comment or question, email it to evangelism at namb.net.